like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another podcast on iHeartRadio of Pretty Messed Up. I am AJ McLean, joined by the beautiful Miss Cheryl Burke. And Share Bear. Share Bear, for all you guys out there. We're going to start making some freaking Share Bear it's shirts. It's growing on me. I'm telling you. I love it. Yes. I actually love Share Bear. And then Mr. Knock Knock himself, <laughs> Mr. Rene Elizondo. Yep. Um... So we have, we're going to dive right into the good stuff tonight, you guys. We have a very special guest who, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Okay, here we go. Anyways, I don't know why. I just, I'm just stupid. No, um, I've always wanted to like do that on a microphone. No, we yeah. actually have a very special guest that I think Cheryl should actually introduce since they're... My hubby. Yes. My best friend. My all in one... <laughs> You're all in one. Matthew Lawrence Mignona. And you guys probably don't know what the Mignona is, but that's the real last name. Tell us yeah. tell us about that. Tell what do you mean? Us, Mr. Mignona. Um okay. Or say hi. <clears throat> hi. Hi Matt. How are you doing, guys? Matt, What's up, hey, buddy? Welcome. Yeah, good to be here with you guys. I haven't seen your dance yet, but I'm looking forward to it. It was we'll say it's better than slow. Yeah, it's better than dress rehearsal. Dress rehearsal was a catastrophe. I but, told him uh, that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We, we but uh, that. we rose to the occasion. <laughs> yes. Good. AJ rose Good, I'm glad. Um, my last name, when, um, when we were kids, we, we um, started in the entertainment industry as actors and musicians and things, and uh, uh, nobody could pronounce the Mignona. It's spelled M-I-G-N-O-G-N-A. The, the G's are silent. Spelled. You know, like filet mignon, we're Italian. And so they uh, said, it's not really sellable. We need to change their name because no one could say it. It sounds too ethnic. We just don't, don't like it. So um, 
So my mom was like, okay, well, what about my dad's middle name, which was Lawrence? So nice. uh, even though I wish, looking back now, I wish they had not done that. Um, but my dad came from a family that was trying to Americanize. They didn't, yeah. like, he, they didn't teach him Italian. They didn't teach him any of the old school Italian stuff. They wanted him to be American. Um, so my dad, until he was probably about maybe in his maybe late 30s, early 40s, he still had that rolling around in his head that he was about being Americanized, about being Americanized. So I didn't get to learn Italian, and nobody knows me by my real Italian last name. So it's interesting. But I chose to have that last name. Yeah, which that was, was the best thing. I ever. wanted Mignona. I didn't want Lawrence. Yeah, I was really happy with. I was just touched by that that Cheryl wanted my real last name. I thought that was really, uh, really cool. It's interesting. A lot of immigrants went through that sort of. Uh, assimilating right like to fit in yeah. and then in some ways lost their own sort of identity of where they come from totally. right it's totally. It, it, yep. it's totally interesting to me that like i've i've known a lot of people that change their last names as well yeah i, yeah. I, I know a, a, a gentleman named um his last name was um uh, persian last name but then they mm -hmm. changed it to sound italian which is <laughs> <laughs> they were going in your direction yeah. you know it was funny yeah it took yeah. it took me and my wife the better part of almost two years for us to for her to get my my legal last name um Why? because when we went to wherever you go the courthouse or whatever it was to yeah. like do all the actual paperwork um the notary that did all of our paperwork i don't think she believed my wife when she said that her dad's name is Perry Harry Peter <laughs> Caritis. Like, I'm kidding? not joking. Perry Harry Perry. Peter. That's awesome. What? So, Perry Harry Peter Caritis. <laughs> so I think, I think the courthouse thought it was a joke. So they literally would not like file the papers. So we were not legally married, like legally, legally, legally married, last name, everything for like a, for almost 18 months because they wouldn't, oh they wouldn't let it go through. And I feel bad for my brother-in-law because he has the exact same name, except you just added, you, you <laughs> just put a junior, this. you just I'm put a junior shocked. on the end of it. Perry, Harry, yeah. Peter, Caritas, junior. Wait, can you junior. spell that last part of it's it? Caritas is Greek. K-A-R-I-D-I-S. Caritas. Yeah. Could, have, could have been worse. Wow. Could have been colitis. Harry, Harry. Hey, oh, damn. Yeah. Too soon, bro. He's got all sorts of colitis. No, no, no. no. Let's, let's, let's not. Um, no, but Matt, I, I have a really... Something I've always wanted to ask any child actor that mm. started as a child because I started acting when I was six. Yeah. Nothing ever came of it. Obviously, nowhere near the level that you have achieved um but was it was it difficult a having siblings that were also doing the same thing and b was it difficult just being young like was this something that you wanted to do or was this something that your that, that your parents wanted you guys to do or did you really truly want to do it on your own you know it's 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 a mixture of of a few things my um my parents were both um very artistic people. They, my mom was a school teacher, but really she wanted to be um, a singer, uh, and um, or in the movies or something. And um, and my dad actually had a ridiculous singing voice. He could run all those, you know, all those runs. He could, he could, he just sounded. He still, even to this day, at seventy, 
71, 72. You can you still hear it. Like, wow, yeah. he actually had some serious pipes. Um, so I think that was, and, and he, sold, you know, he sold insurance, still does. Um, so I think that kind of, they never went after, you know, they, they, that was that baby boomer period where they didn't really go after their dreams. It was college. Like, my dad was the first to go to college in his school, in his um, family. Uh, so they had that underlying current of they, they wanted to, to be performers. So I think it was a natural progression when my older brother, Joe, who was first, by the time he was two years old, all of our family videos, he's grabbing the camera, singing, dancing, making up, doing something. And then I kind of started to join with him in that because it was like we had to put on shows and Joe needed a helper. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, so, and, you know, so Joe was four and I was like, or Joe was five and I was two. And so we, we started bonding that way by me helping him. And, um, Joe started going on auditions, you know, and then when Joe was too old, they'd be like, oh, he has a younger brother. Great. And I kind of just got, I kind of fell into it that way. Like I got hired because Joe was already kind of paving the way, my older brother. And, um, and when, when he was too old for something, man, he's got a younger brother. Perfect. And, uh, and of course at that point, my parents, because they both wanted to do it so badly themselves were like, yes, they didn't think about the repercussions of children being thrust into, you know, a a business. Of course. and working, at, you know, basically child labor from the time we were, <laughs> yeah. well, from the time I was like one or two years old, but I mean, uh, Joe get was like three or four, started, yeah. you know, so, and it, there were times when I fought it though, heavily, um, I was never forced to do anything, but, uh, but there were times like there was like, I'll never forget. My mom still tells a story where it was the, uh, Oscar Meyer Wiener campaign and they wanted like that three-year-old, four-year-old face to, to be the, the face of this thing. And, um, and it was this face. No, it, it wasn't. Oh. They, they came up to me, and I was in the waiting room, and they were like, this is it. We got, you got to do it. And I was like, no, I don't want to do it. And I was only two. And I threw a fit and blew raspberries, and I stormed out. You know, so, <laughs> so, the, so there were times, you know, and that went all along. Like, I wanted to go to high school, so I took three years off, even though it was really tough. And probably in the long run was sort of damaging to my career because mm. of looking back of the things I had to turn down to go to school. Yeah. Some of them. Did you go to your high school prom? I did. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Lucky yeah, you. I, was, I did not. You did not? <laughs> I did we not. Well, I, I never actually went state. to, physically went to high school. I started my freshman gotcha. year. I was probably about four or five months into my freshman year when the group really started to kind oh, of wow. take off. So interesting. I didn't know that. 14, so right? yeah, I was 14 when we started gotcha. and basically wow. going into my 15th year, I was getting tutored. So myself right. and Brian and Nick, we were all getting tutored. Cause when, when Brian joined the band, he was a junior in high school. I was a freshman and Nick was still in um, middle school. And wow. so, but I, you know, looking down the road, I graduated a year early, but when I went back to get my actual high school diploma, you know, my, my last name starts with an M and I was after a Z and not one single kid knew who that, like, who the hell is this kid? I, I've not seen him for four years. <laughs> yeah. Why is he even here? I'm like, I went to your school people, but That's he funny. just never saw me. AJ though, we have to mention your prom. Well, wait, so you, li- so you had, went, wait, what? So, no, went well, no. So my, like I told you, share bear, uh, my wife for three years planned, my 40th oh. birthday party and kept it a secret from me. 
And all she told me was, I have to wear a suit. And she knows how much I love suits. Insert sarcastic comment. I yeah, don't, too, I don't like suits. I freaking neither, hate man. suits. Rather I hate ties. I, hate I would I rather know. wear a dress. Honest to God. But Yeah, me too, probably. So, uh, so we get in the car, and the night before, her mom had accidentally said something about the Magic Castle, which I'm a huge Magic fan. I love, I love Magic. No. So I thought, oh, oh, my mother-in-law dropped the bomb, and I know where we're going now. So I, I played it off. We get in the car. And we're going down the 405, and we're and we're getting on to the one. Or we're about to get on to the 101. And I'm thinking, okay, I know, you know, I know, I'm just gonna play along. And then we get off at Pico, and I'm like, where the hell are we going? And we were like in a not so good part of town. And we pull up to this just vacant looking building, and I walk up to the front door, and I see this sign that was custom made, said, "Happy 40th birthday, AJ." It's something something prom night, and I'm like, what the hell's Oh, and I walk wow. in, and all all of my closest friends and family, they're all in cool. the cheesy tuxes with the corsages. <laughs> we had In-N-Out and Taco Bell for catering. Yes. And cool. the cheesy photo booth. And it was like, never will anyone top that birthday. My wife no, now has just cool. started planning my 50th. I'm like, let's hope I get there. I went, I went I the know, distance yeah. with it. I, I figured I, I, did, I wouldn't look like I was in high school. With gray hair, so I, <laughs> so I did the whole what's that just called? for men, just for men, and then nobody noticed. And you painted your nails too and black. Yeah, we all painted our nails black yeah, and everything, yeah. but no one even noticed that I'd painted my well, goatee. Because it it's funny. kind of expected from you, I guess. <laughs> no, but Matt, so you know, look, I'm just gonna come out and say it. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a huge fan of you, and of Joe. Um, you know, obviously I'm sure you had to hear the, whoa, like your entire life. Um, you know, so many times, but as a child actor, I was a huge, huge fan of your, of your work, Mrs. Doubtfire. Obviously everybody, one of the, one of my all time favorite films. I'm so jealous that you got to work with the late, great Robin Williams. I mean, it's, that's, that's, he's, he's one of my idols. I wish I could have got to meet at some point. And I mean, Hats off to you for getting to be there shot for shot with him. And I'm sure that was an amazing experience. Um, yeah, it was, it was a crazy one. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you look at people like Robin Williams and uh, like a lot of people that suffer from mental health and suffer from depression and suffer from these things. And it's like, you know, they might walk the walk and talk to talk and to everybody else in, 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 in the outside world, they seem happy go lucky, but there's a lot of demons that are going through their head. I mean, all of us, on this podcast have dealt with it. I'm not saying you, Matthew, but I mean myself, Cheryl, no, I have. Renee, or yeah. maybe you have. I mean, you know, I am his well, demon. Just <laughs> but you know, like but, that goes back to me asking about, you know, gr- growing up in this business. I mean, yeah. Were, did, did you ever, you know, kind of st- stray off the path a bit or did you, or, or were you always on the straight and narrow or, you know, I mean, did you ever um, kind of, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I did. I did stray off the the path for sure. I um but I, I it was strange for me because I was such in a bubble. Um you know that you know that bubble that you probably hit once you guys started to get that kind of like yeah, notoriety where you know you're just all of a sudden the you can only be around a, sh- a few people yeah. and then if you go outside, you go to the market, you go anywhere. It's it's, it's not it's pandemonium. disasters. Yeah. So I grew up in that bubble from the time I was about five years old. I I was totally in that. So I didn't know 
I went all the way to 20 years old without experiencing anything. I didn't drink. I didn't smoke. I didn't try anything. Um, I went and then I, I booked a movie out of, out of the country and, um, and I tried everything for the first time, just all in about uh, three months. <laughs> One week. It's like 48 um, hours. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and, uh, you know, I had, I had a huge freak out about it. I'll never forget. I thought, you know, I, I was going to, you know, die or I was going to, you know, I don't know. I called my mom crying the whole thing, you know, after that whole experience. What did um, you try exactly? I mean, I, I mean, just the, the gamut. Um, it's kind of like the egot of uh, I know what it of is. the yeah. party world, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, a, a lot, okay. more than I care to to speak about. Sure, um, I respect that, Matthew. Here's I've had front row seats to people that are in the business, right? I've always been behind the scenes, but I've had front row watching people sort of grow up in the business, right? And yeah. what what I ended up noticing was that at a time when people are supposed to be developing their self-esteem, you don't have to develop self-esteem, right? When everybody's like, here, uh, is this the right, you know, here's your towel. Here's the, the, everyone's catering to you, right? At yeah. a time when everyone else is in school dealing with, you know, normal things, right? And right. so, and, and then I see people without naming names that I, I would see them sort of get so much adulation but and then once the adulation wasn't happening at its peak they were hit not everyone went into drugs and alcohol but some people were dealing with depression oh yeah anxiety like oh yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff like what levels were you dealing with because look i could look at you and obviously you didn't hit the same kind of rough patch yeah, you, you definitely yeah, yeah i mean look we we look significantly better than we did i can tell you that but there's some there's some photos out there that are very less flattering than what you see right now like yeah. imagine this face of, of all of us. but like six times bigger and like nine shins um oh of just bloated from AJ too much like, blow sure. like Macy's oh yeah it was parade. like uh, looking i guess aj you were googling but you must have and then you're like he was like, your face looks like a chipmunk. <laughs> oh, no. Cause, well, because good old days. Yeah, because like I shocked her when I was telling her certain things that I found out after I got sober the first time, like how certain drugs bloat you. You know, obviously All alcohol right. is going to make you bloat. Yeah. I mean, yes. that's that, oh, yeah. that's we that's a universal but knowledge I totally right there. Tell every season I was like, oh, I got wasted the night before that. season. Yeah. I oh, mean, God. you know, like for me, you know, trying to trying to get away with murder with my freaking wife. And then I find out after the fact that I'm allergic to potato, which is what makes <laughs> vodka and my face yep. is breaking out. And I'm like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't drink last night. I'm totally fine. And it's all over my face. But potato. Yeah. So, Matthew, you, you said it was a period of one week where you just kind of like Oh no, three months. I was oh. in. I was in. Um, I went from. I went to Vancouver, and then I went straight to Australia. And uh, over that whole period, I just. I mean, it was a. It was one of those films that you hear about with the producers who are doing drugs and sleeping with the you know underage kids in the movie, and it's just it was yeah. a crazy experience. So, yeah. it was one of those you know where not not only was I like okay, I'm gonna, I want to get a little dirty on this trip. I uh, I uh, also had you know a bunch of adults who were willing to to uh, 
to you just weren't sleeping with underage kids. Indulge. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. But yeah. they're willing to just, and in fact, enjoyed taking these kids along for the ride. Um, you were one of the underage kids. I was. Well, I wasn't underage, thank kidding, God. I, but there were underage <laughs> kids. Really yeah, weird. there were underage. They were they were guys. But I mean, you know. Uh, yeah, still. You know the thing still, is, yeah. uh, three months though. That's a short, a really short run. Yeah, you know? but, you but I didn't. But I didn't stop. Months. I didn't necessarily stop there. There oh, were. There's okay. been other periods throughout my life. That's like when, when I, I got forced, introduced. It. When That's when I got him. introduced to it. Yeah. Um, and then. Um, then you got introduced to me, <laughs> and then shit hit the fan. <laughs> and then when I got back, I started going out every Wednesday night, only one night a week, but every Wednesday night with a buddy of mine, um, and uh, that lasted for about two years straight. And then. Um, and just you'd then, leave it at just Wednesday night. Just Wednesday nights. Yeah, he. Yeah. I don't think he's one of us. You're definitely not one of <laughs> no, us. That's but for then sure. He met I mean, me, and then it was seven nights a yeah, week. Yeah, I did have that experience with Cheryl. Oh, okay. Was, I, well, okay. I was going to ask you when. Wh- so how yeah. long? How long have you guys known each other? Since 2007. Seven. Yeah. Nice. And congratulations, yeah. by the way, on being married. It's the best thing in the world. Um, Thank you. It is. It's pretty. You awesome. know, I, I, I honest to God, you, if you would have told me. I've been with my wife 11 years, but if you would have told me 11 or 12 years ago that I was going to get married, I was going to have a family, I probably would have laughed in your face because I honestly totally. didn't think that that was, I didn't think that was in the stars for me, but that's also because I felt like a piece of shit and I figured yeah. who's going to love me, who's going to want to marry me, who's going to want to have a, you know kids with me. I always wanted those things, but yeah. I figured who's dumb enough to date me? Like seriously, like you, you must be Jesus. like seriously ballsy or you're just as crazy as I am. And then I find the one that's actually the opposite, not right. crazy, that actually keeps me freaking grounded, thank God. But um, yeah. let me ask you this, Matthew. So you've never said or had to say, that's it. I, I got to stop with the drink. Oh, or- yeah. Yeah. With marijuana, with weed. I mean, I, just, I, was, I was smoking a lot. Okay. So, but now <laughs> once in a while you can have a drink kind of thing? Yeah, he's not like I don't that. drink, he's, though. No, but you oh. can have one drink and then just I be can done have a drink. with one. But uh, alcohol, um, after, uh, man, after about 27, 28 years old, I literally, I, I don't know what happened with my body or what. I, I, can't, I couldn't function afterwards. Like, I never got, like, blacked out or anything like that from it. But the next, I mean, it took me, like, three or four days. But you could have, like, one beer without feeling the need to continue to drink. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but, yeah. again, al- alcohol was not my thing. Right. Alcohol was so not let me thing. ask you this, yeah. you know, because... Like, so when I first, when I first started dating my wife, um, she wasn't really a drinker really at all. I mean, very, very rarely would she have a drink and then she'd have two sips and be done. But after I went to rehab the first time when we were dating, she hopped on the bandwagon with Al-Anon and also decided to just cut it out completely to be supportive of me, so to speak. Mm. Um, you know, so my question to you is obviously it's different for everybody. You know, there are some couples where one's a normie and they can drink under, you know, the proper control and they have an alcoholic significant other who obviously they, their time is done. So, you know, some couples, they won't together others. The alcoholic is totally fine with it. My question is like, since your amazing wife, has now gotten sober. Do you still have an occasional drink once in a while? Or do you just say, you know what? Just out of respect, no. Or 
Or do you guys have that kind of a relationship where it's like, you know what? It's fine, babe. Have a beer. No, so it's totally I, for cool. For me, honestly, it's totally fine. I don't even, I don't crave it. No, yeah. Cheryl's been amazing. If there, it's almost if it, like I got like hypnotized or something. I yeah. feel like my brain got rewired. It's so weird. Yeah, it is. If, if I thought that it was going to be in any way, shape, or form... Um, like uh, seductive or uh, you know, trying to pull Cheryl back yeah. in with uh, with having a drink or something, I wouldn't do it. But no. honestly, Cheryl's pretty darn concrete with her just not interest in drinking. Cheryl did. Oh, however, that said, I can't remember the last time I had a drink. Yeah, no, but like you'll have, we'll have like for your family over, and you'll have a beer. Oh uh, yeah, and it's not a, it's not a huge deal. Um, yeah, like I'll get beers for everybody. Yeah, you. It's been you've been pretty. Like I, yeah. Good with that. No, I just I'm done. Like when I'm yeah. done or something. And Cheryl, yeah. that day, that day when you you told us about when you said, okay, that's it, I I'm done. Did you same day tell Matthew, that's it? No. Oh. I didn't. I didn't. I think I was like I told you. I remember on our engagement during our engagement party. I think I had like one shot or something, and I felt like crap about myself. But remember, I started like. My, like my I started breaking out into hives like yeah. all of a sudden like this was right mm-hmm. when my dad just passed away yeah. and my body was reacting not reacting well to the alcohol at all I started feeling like I was burning from the inside out mm. and wow so, um, and you broke out in hives I mean, like, like actually big broke hives out. Like, like, and I was I took pride in the fact that I'm Asian and I never turned red when I drank like you wouldn't tell mm. like as far as redness goes but yeah. I don't know what it was um, and that really scared the crap out of me there's an old saying in the circles we run in uh, that says we're allergic to alcohol because when we drink we break out in handcuffs <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> true story. Instead of hikes. it's true. Yeah, totally. So I'm I'm curious. Now this is more tongue in cheek, but that's just because that's how I am, and I don't have a filter. So Matt, question: Since I've known your wife now for the better part of two months, it's been it's been a hoot and a holler. Like Twenty years. It's been a hoot and a holler. So <laughs> how is the dynamic between you guys? Like you know, a since she's been sober, her being on the show, her schedule, everything, like how's the dynamic between you two? My addiction uh, to productivity and work. You know, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's, gotta, it's, it's obviously got to take a toll time to time. You know, I mean, she's constantly working. She's a, she's a fucking hustler, man. She's a professional. Yeah, so I know. You know. Um, well, I, I, I respect it. Um, and... So whenever I, I have those moments where I get a little frustrated about, yeah, just the, the craziest little things, like when you think about it, it's just one, just her not being here. Hmm. It's like, I'll, I'll, after like five or six hours, I'll be like, I'm just living here alone now. <laughs> um, uh, you know. With your animals. Yeah, sorry about that. Animals. That's my fault. You know, it'd, it'd, be, it'd be nice. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Um, it, 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 it's going to be really nice to have her back. Like I, I am sort of counting down the days uh, for sure. So hurry up and get eliminated, will you? <laughs> it's funny. My, so, that's what my kids are doing now. Like they're so excited that I'm on the show and they are, both my girls are obsessed with, by the way, you're now Auntie Cheryl um, after tonight. <laughs> they're so cute. We were on FaceTime during the show and my youngest wanted to say hi to Cheryl. And because my oldest wouldn't give her the phone, she like turned her face and she refused Aww. To talk to anybody because she didn't get to say yeah. hi to Cheryl, but we'll call, I'll call her separately. Yes, later. I Not mean tonight, yeah, though, they love tomorrow. you, Cheryl. But, how how old were you? Were you a child entertainer as well? So I um well I I did ballet from like four to eleven years old, but then I really started 
like I would say that life of entertainment didn't start till like I competed worldwide. Yeah. So it'd be like um, when I was 13, 14. Okay, so. But I then would've... it really started here, right? In LA when I moved here when I was 20. Well, that's when you got introduced to the entertainment. Yeah, to the, like, the bigger yeah. world of yeah. it but all. I would imagine both of you understanding the business and the, the, the rigors of, of the, you know, how demanding things are probably helps in your relationship, right? Yes. Where you're able yeah. to see maybe Matthew is kind of like a little stressed. You're able to talk him down off the ledge and vice versa. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm yeah. curious, no, Matthew. Sure. I'm curious because, you know, since you're not, let's say, an addict per se, and, you know, some of us here identify as that, um, and we've all had a pretty rough go at shit, um, yeah. you know, Dynamic-wise, obviously, this version of Cheryl is the best version possible. Um, you know, sober, happy, clear-headed. Be <laughs> well, all of us can improve. Yeah, we, we can we, always but, be better. But, yeah. like, you know, before she got sober, like, you know, you obviously were, you know, uh, probably concerned and probably worried and, you know, probably like, okay, you know, is is, is this a phase or is this going to is, is this gonna be our life together? Like... I, mean, I, know I think that- we should rewind though. When we dated the first time around, like he has seen me, you guys at my worst. Like I don't even. That's remember. that's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at because like my <laughs> yeah. wife's seen me at my worst. Just stop being so gentle, will you? Yeah. Just get straight. Yeah. Straight. So I mean, obviously you've seen a dramatic, a dr- dramatic. That's Jurassic a new word, Park. by the way. Wow, that's awesome. Dramatic <laughs> hashtag <laughs> dramatic <laughs> change. You know yeah. what, dude? It's been a long week. I yeah, for both sure. me and Cheryl, it's like. Never oh, has yeah, it ever taken exhausted. me this long to learn a freaking dance. Hey, but get get I'm back sure, to man. so my point is back, get back to my alcoholic days. Yeah. So how like what what was it that kept you around? Because I know like, like my wife many many times wanted to jump ship. Like yo, if 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 you don't like this is this is crazy. We're we're basically living two different lives. You know? As yeah. soon as Matt Matt fell in love with me, as soon as he saw that I had owned not one hanger when I first moved to L.A. because I was this alcoholic slob and <laughs> I never showered. That's not true. You, you, you showered. Oh, okay, yeah. but the question, I think, from AJ was what kept... <laughs> What, what what kept you around. around? What kept yeah, you around? Why didn't well, you run for the hills? Yeah, why didn't you go ah and get the hell out? <laughs> well, I I, I mean him. I mean I I sort of did the first time around. <laughs> That's kind of. <laughs> That's kind of what happened. Is that after about a year and a little bit, I, 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 it, it was, it just kept, kept getting worse. It was, it was now four or five in the morning. She was coming home. It was just, it was just, it was just too much. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I ended it. And here you guys are, happily married. Voila. Yeah. You know, I mean, and look. Everyone, you know, we we. we but let me mind you. There, it was a ten-year gap. Like, it was a ten-year gap. We didn't even run into each other at a Ralph's. Nothing. Well, I mean, that's well. This is actually beautiful. It's it's very poetic if you think about it. I mean, come on, like my of all the people me. that you could have bumped back into ten years later. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. never truly Bumping fell out again. of love, and kind of no. fall back in love all over again. And now you get married, and. Yeah. Cheryl sober and things are different and it's like it's it's everything that you probably wanted then but obviously everything happens exactly how it's supposed to and yeah the second go around look at you guys I mean you guys are oh yeah I see your face every time we do press 
after the show in her trailer. The picture of you two sitting in there is the cutest little picture. <laughs> and I always try to angle the iPad uh, so that we get that that's in the background. Funny. Just like, you know, because that's, nice. that's her like yeah. home away from yeah. home, basically, you know. So, yeah. Ma- Matthew, yeah. oh, you went, to, you, you had your experience with, you know, kind of drinking here, drugging there, whatever. But mm. you never blew up in public like no one's ever said bad boy Matthew. No the way they no. say bad boy AJ. <laughs> right. So no, whatever it, you went through was was sort of quietly, privately, without having to. That was the big thing for me, yeah, is it, um, and also for my family, there was never Disney any, branded, right? there was nothing allowed out of our like little unit, mm-hmm. uh, nothing. So, um, so I, everything I did, I made sure it was out of the country mm-hmm. or, <laughs> um, Nice. Or in the comfort of your own home. Or in the comfort of my own home or Sounds with people that I really trusted. Signed yeah. NDAs. And this is going to be completely off the subject. But before we go to break, I swear, I hope you guys back me up on this. I would love to have your pops on singing on the podcast, dude. If we could pull oh. that off. Yeah, that would be I swear wow. to you. That would be I w- so cool. I'll have to talk to him. He'll, yeah. he'll sweat and bullets for that one. That no, would that be, would be dude. dope. And like we could have like a little like little three thing, part harmony dude. thing going on. It Your would be pretty would sick, dude. You just built him up. I know, so. I know. Now he's like, I'm. Just, I now needed this break when I was like 40. <laughs> now I'm hey, it's never too late. Seventies, the new 50, 40, whatever you want to call it. It's you're only as old as you feel. I just think it would be awesome, dude. That would be amazing. That'd be very cool. Well, listen, you guys, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back. Uh, more from Mr. Matt Lawrence and his beautiful Mignona. wife, Cheryl. Mignona. Uh, yes, Matt Mignona. Uh, and Renee and myself on iHeartRadio, pretty messed up. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast, 
I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, you guys, we are back. Uh, iHeartRadio, pretty messed up um, with our amazing, amazing guest, Matt Mignona. I want to say it right now. Matthew. Matthew Mignona. Mignona. Got it. Um, so, okay. Just got to ask. My husband. My husband. Just got to ask. Yes, Cheryl's amazing husband. Just have to ask, are you a fan of Dancing with the Stars? Like, are you a fan no. of the show? <laughs> like, be honest. Not, not, not just because your wife's on it. Yeah. 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 I mean, yes. You I think, I think, yes. I think every performer deep down inside, like, wants to wear rhinestones. Loves that. And any kind of body expression, dance. I mean, yeah. If you're, if you're an artist, I mean, to go out there and like, Kill a dance is is a, is a high. That Would you do is, the show? Um, I don't think so. I don't know. They've waited way too long to ask. I yeah. get it. I get well, it. Bro. Mind you, like this has been in talks, you guys. Like even from the time we dated the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. The first time like, around. Should we have they, Cheryl? Like, there's a reason yeah, why. Honestly, yeah. we had to have chaperones. I had to have yeah, chaperones yeah, yeah. when teaching him our first dance because he would have never married me if it was just me and him alone in the dance studio, right, AJ? Yeah, that's kind of why I was asking you. Yeah, so how is it living with Cheryl? Stop beating around the bush. Let's just get how to the point. How is it living with Cheryl? Because let me just tell you. It's it's daffodils and roses over here. Isn't it? It's <laughs> oh, it's it's been a hoot. No, man. I thank you for letting me borrow your wife weekly uh to teach me ballroom. In a respectful way. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, uh, yes. Uh, no, you're you're no problem at all. I mean, I think what Cheryl does is better for you than I'm not barking up at your tree. Well, yeah, no, but no, but what you this is what you do. You and you do this very well. Yeah. Bark so hopefully you so hopefully by the time she gets home you're she she's just nice and calm and chill and i'm the one getting everything not you no 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 <laughs> no, no. no she it's rude when when this show starts from from the time that she's on it until honestly a week after it's ended two weeks a week after thanksgiving it's true a week or two after it's ended it consumes her entirely which so at times is is a, is is a bit you know tough and it's a little worrying almost at times but then i also I understand and respect it because I'm the same way. If I get into something, I have to remind myself to eat after 36 hours because oh, I'm yeah. like going to fall over. You know, like it's that. Oh yeah. When you throw yourself 100, you it's the best. Ass. I can't have no, and it. and I love that about her. I That's how it is for me. Like if we get off of a tour, it takes me about a week, totally. even if I'm not traveling from overseas. And it's like I'm I'm I just finished in L.A. last night. Yeah. Like my yeah. body. I rarely, yeah. I can count on one hand how many times I've actually physically gotten sick on the road. Yeah. But, it's true. Because I don't have time to get sick. 
But the yeah, minute no, I, I get home, it's like I get hit with a Mack truck and totally. I'm freaking yeah. sick for like five or six days and trying to yeah. decompress. So, Cheryl, once you go into Dancing with the Stars mode, you can't decompress uh, until the whole season's over. Yes. Until I get That's what you're saying? It's, it's really? It's so yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah the whole really? So this is, you guys, so this is the reason why, like, for me, it's not, it's not contemplating on if I love the show, do I come back? It's because of this. Like, it's because of my personality and, like, the fact that I can't, um, there's no such thing as a gray area for me in this. Wow. It's like, yeah. like, I feel like, um, and I don't know if I think I, I'm starting to see a pattern. Like that's just like when I commit to something, whether it's like, Oh, getting a mask business out there or whatever. It's like, I am never stopping until it happens. Um, I, I do, get very, uh, I do understand that tunnel, tunnel vision. Tunnel vision. Yeah. And I understand that part. I like for me, it, artistically, like you're saying for me, I can, if I, if I'm in songwriting mode, that's all I think about. Yeah, that's how we, no, that's Excuse, how we are. All I see, like, I'll see magazines, I'll see, I'll hear people mm -hmm. talk, and mm -hmm. everything's a lyric to me. And I get that part. The part that I think that I guess I'm asking you is you're, as a choreographer, you have to be uh, sort of, you have to crack the whip, right? I yeah. mean, it's mm -hmm. just what it, it's what it is. A great choreographer knows how to get the best out of her student yeah. you know lack yeah. of a better term mm -hmm. but how do you not see matthew as this like someone that needs to get the whip cracked on you know what i mean like hey what like five six seven eight where's my milk yeah right. kind of thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, five six seven eight uh you left the cupboard door five six seven eight where's my berry smoothie exactly yeah. But how do you? But that's you, my nature, though, isn't it? I mean, we've talked about this in therapy. We talk yeah. about how, like, um, when I expect, like, when I ask him to do something, like, obviously our timelines are different, right? So, like, I'm like, babe, can you get me? But then I want it now, and then like he's like, but then his version, it's like maybe not right this second. Like he's on his way. Like it's just a different pace. Yeah, sure. yeah. totally. Yeah. But I'm very much like live but, show fast pace. See, this is good for me though, and this is all. This is why something is that, for me that too, would come off. Um, like you're saying, like the crack the whip thing, I kind of need that. Hmm. Uh, I'm I'm a hundred percent the opposite direction. I will That's why we take a week to you know procrastinate over overthink things before I even take a little step, and that has been you know not so great in my life. So, so <laughs> yin and yang. It is though. So yes. So, no, it really is. So but then we're like, sure, we're yeah, it, it makes me at least get myself moving. Like at least I'm yeah. moving and I feel more productive and I, I like the feeling. Yeah, um, I love that. But then, but then yeah. me, on the other hand, like, and why he's good for me is because it's like not everything has to be done right now. He you helps know, you slow down. Like, right. Yeah. He makes me breathe and just enjoy more of the moment. And, you know, I do have to say in a good way, though, I have like, I'm not constantly like 10 minutes early anymore like i'm actually no. pretty much like always a few minutes late but I, i'm, it's not I'm, good I'm always thing, early but you know it's okay like i'm no. not freaking out on every other situation yeah being late yes. would be bad in your case no, you've actually, ne she's never been late so actually this 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 time though, it's been good. she's like oh my god i'm running late i'm like wow this is awesome yeah. hey <laughs> and, and i'm always I'm on running time late without without killing myself inside and saying that i'm like failing right right, right, right. no but it's it's interesting that you mentioned like what you said prior to this about that whole kind of decompression mode, like Cheryl told me a few weeks ago and then brought it back up to me again, I think last week, just in like conversation, like when this is over for us, whenever that is, if it's the final or if we get bounced next week, whenever it is, 
don't be surprised if you go through this like come basically down. like a detox. Like you go through this yeah. come down. And I can't see it, but yet I talked to my bandmate who did the show five years ago and he's like, oh my God, she's, she's, she's so spot on. <laughs> he's like, dude, it took me weeks. And he's like, I, I couldn't figure out why yeah. I was so like, like I felt not motivated. Like, what well, am I supposed to do with my like, day? Like, what's your purpose in life? Because you've been—we yeah. have a schedule every yeah, single exactly. day, it's seven days a week. Yeah, Cheryl, uh, AJ calls me. I don't know what, like eight times a day. Yeah, right? I know. I'm so sorry, especially this week. No, I'm so no, sorry. no, 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 no. It—it's amazing. No, I do it anyways. Look, the truth is. No, but extra. It must oh have yeah, a lot week. more this week. The truth is going back to sobriety. Right, it's like being tested. Like, what are you going to do with this? In the past, what we did is we'd open a bottle and we would drown ourselves into not face. We would not want to face the anxiety. We wouldn't want to face the conflict, uh, you know. So he would call me and I said, you know, you're at a stage now where the dance is like not the most important part at this point. It's you're facing your own sort of limits and then like any other relationship that gets, you know, brought, comes to a head, you have to start to reach deep down inside to get to the next level. And feel right? it. You have to actually feel that's it. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's why I said to you, you know, Cheryl, like th- this is almost becoming not even about the dancing no, but anymore. I, I know that. I've known that. Yeah. Right. I think, but, I don't know if I told you this in the beginning, AJ, but I said to you, you know, like this is so much more than just did the dance, right? It's really oh. like, and it's very rare. Like I had this same type of bond with like Jack Osborne, right? Um, and maybe, maybe Rob Kardashian, but it was very temporary, but it was like, it's more of the influence and, um, of the shaping of your actual life. Like what you're going to get out of this is not yeah. learning the cha-cha routine. It's about like learning the life lessons that come along exactly. with this. And that's why I love having you as my partner, because we have a lot of similarities. We also have a lot of differences, but that's fine. That's what makes us a good match and a great team. And we have really been there for each other and really helped each other through whatever it is. It doesn't matter if it's dance related, if it's not dance no. related. And, and that's I, what's awesome about it. I know? truly believe that like people come into our lives because like I've said this, I think before it's just like, we're, um, it's just a reflection of like either a part of you or, um, you somehow it's either, it works with each other. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you let it, if you let the universe do its thing in that sense, I think that, um, this is way more than just a, learning how to cha-cha partnership, right? So I was just saying that, like, we know how I was telling you about your thoughts and how, like, your thoughts are getting the best of you. So this is why I used to drink, you guys. So I'll never forget this. One week I was dancing with Chad. One season I danced with Chad Ojocinco. And I, there was something in my head, and I never experienced it before. I wasn't even, like, I wasn't drunk. I wasn't hungover, but it was still when I was drinking. And I remember messing up on my own choreography. And it was, like, this crazy voice in my head saying, go the other way, go the other way. And I butchered, I butchered my own routine when I'm supposed to be there for the celebrity. And ever since that traumatic time for me, um, I, that I, I drank, I drank, just drank way more because I was just like, I was so scared of that uh, voice. And I was like, what is going on? I'm like self-sabotaging. And then like, from then on, I just felt like my career plummeted down. Like it just wasn't as good because my mental state wasn't as good. And, um, 
just like hearing you go through this in a way in a certain not like in everyday life but just like you know the show can psych you out man and I was telling Justina about it tonight when she goes Cheryl what do you do when you think you're gonna forget a step and I said you gotta stop that voice in your head yeah because that's the voice that you're believing and you gotta just nurture it and love it but then you know your steps oh come on how many times have you done it right? right So this is what I mean by just like a mirror, like reflection, because it's like, this is not, I totally have compassion for what, you know, you guys go through. I've always, and like I told Renee and we've, and we've had this conversation. It's like, you know, for me, this is the longest I've been sober and doing it the right right way way. and actually Mm -hmm. wanting to be sober. So I don't have the luxury of going out right now and getting loaded because I'm stressed out about this dance routine. That's that's off that's off the table now. That's not an option anymore. I mean, ten years so, ago we would have, but yeah, oh, it's not course. a viable but, option. Yeah, it's not a viable option. So now that my feelings are kind of coming up and and mm. and and they're on my sleeve, it's like okay, instead of running away from it, I need I got to lean into it. And I'm learning more and more every week from our relationship. I'm able to apply it in my everyday relationship, mm-hmm. just the way that I talk to Renee every day. Even he's like, who the hell are you? Like, what are you doing? What, what is going on? And it's just amazing to me how, how all of these things kind of work in the same, you know, synergy, which is just great. I've always, see, I've always loved the sort of mentorship story, right? Mm -hmm. I I love the, the old French lady, um, uh, ballerina, you know, 70 years old, prima ballerina, kind Mm -hmm. of uh, being extra tough on the girl that she sees has the potential. I've always loved that story, right? So watching you guys go through this, because I feel like I'm living vicariously because he calls me, and when when there's been, you know, some conflict resolution, let's say, right? Mm -hmm. And and we grow through, we that's when we grow. You know, there's an old saying, in the circles again that we run in that says alcoholics have the longest childhoods because <laughs> mm-hmm. we refuse to grow up so true. right yeah. because we would end up diving into uh-huh. the bottle instead of growing yeah instead right. of right. growing so we're still like i'm still 12 years old oh I, i'm never growing up i'm, I'm a freaking straight up toys r us well, kid yeah I'm but, but, say that way. but it's a different thing yeah let's yeah, not I know, let's, I know, I know. let's not confuse yes. uh childish Yes. Or childlike. Ch- yes, right. I will be childlike for the rest yes, of my life. Yes, we want to be childlike. I'm right. not trying to be childish. Love Disneyland. I uh, love no, but all he's talking stuff. about childish, right? Oh, yeah, like yeah. yeah. About childish, that. where we, I want it when I want it, and I want it now. That immaturity, right? But, and I'm still trying to nurture that person inside. Well, and it's that's the beauty. Very loud. And we get to do it, you know, on a daily basis. The more we talk, we get yeah. to share our experiences. But getting back to that classic mentor men, uh, mentee mm-hmm. kind of dynamic that I think is so romantic like one of my favorite sayings is true victory is victory over oneself so mm. watching you guys go through this stuff and I realized like we talked the other day I said dance is so backseat at this point with both of you you're both no, have, having totally. to reach deep inside to see what you guys are made of and find new levels, right? Both right. of you, I imagine. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, I don't, I, I was not going to come back to the show, you know? So it's like the way that it all just happened and then I'm the podcast timing. Yeah. No, me too. And I think it's awesome. And I think, thank you, Renee, for being there for AJ because seriously, I'm not the best when it comes to. No, I think you're. 
What or, you're doing or is exactly reinforcement. I think but what you're doing you're is not as bad as you think you are, my dear. I think what you're doing is exactly um, what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And I mean, I'm trying to do my job, right? But I, it also means more. The meaning of it now is not so much more about like lo- teaching him to become a champion when a mirror ball. It's more about like like giving him the momentum to go ahead and let his wings spread yeah. and yeah. fly and the grow. Okay, listen, before before we let you go, before we Matt. Get all mushy. Before we let you go, Matt, I just have to just end with this because I'm so beyond curious. Why reptiles? What's the deal with the <laughs> with what's the reptiles. deal with the freaking petting zoo at your house? Why oh, reptiles? God. I have to know. You guys have to you bring your kids here. Oh, um, I know it's it's literally like going to the petting zoo. That's why that's what Cheryl's told me. So you know, I asked myself that same question. I I you was born them. with this this in me to love reptiles and amphibians. I don't know. I, I don't have any other explanation for it than from the time my earliest memories are the feelings of a lizard or a salamander squirming through my hands or tree frogs or, I mean, just nature in, in general. So um, so the reptiles, I, I, I don't know where that comes from. It's, it's something I literally, I was genetically born with. That's the only thing I can hey, explain it's to that. than tits um, and ass. Um, <laughs> it was reinforced by what we were talking about earlier, which is that by three or four, I was already Mickey Mouse and not a normal kid. Yeah. So I even further put my um, emphasis on my relationships with the animals in my life versus the people because that was a real respect and a real true love versus this, I didn't know what the heck this I was getting from everybody facade else. facade that you were, facade. You know, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Matthew, the, this is as close as I'll ever get to be able to tell this story because you guys are talking about reptiles. So do you know how to eat a frog? What's up? Do you know how to eat a frog? I don't know how to eat a frog. I've you, never, I've never eaten one. You put one little leg over this ear and one little <laughs> leg over this. Ear. Oh, <laughs> my oh my god, Renee! Um, you know, only, That's only really you. Funny, well, <laughs> we're talking about reptiles. I mean, no. You know. Okay, wait, wait, Cheryl. What did you call? What did you call the bearded dragon? What did you call it? Uh, dragon it was, it was blind dragon blind dragon I'm that, like, by the way that was one of my go, my go-to nightclubs but it was, was so funny she was trying to explain like a hood this rat. to me I'm like are you talking about a bearded dragon <laughs> I'm like Allison Melnick dragon? blind dragon <laughs> like that sounds like a Bruce Lee movie like enter yeah. the blind dragon like that was so that was every funny. Tuesdays and Fridays that was my see my my subconscious is still back in my club uh, nights yeah. so how many reptiles out. total do you have don't lie Totally. I probably have somewhere between ten and twenty right now. What? Um, the... Maybe you have forty something. No, no, yes, no, no. no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not lying. Unless I, they're I multiplying could... as we speak. I, I right. have, I have a breeding. I have, I have, I have four, four of a breeding group for specific subspecies of oh, breeding iguana. Oh, my IGTV, you'll Cuban, see it all. Bearded dragons. The Cuban tortoises. Is that like a? Is that like a? What is the, the Cuban? Cuban? The, the Cuban, yeah, he's it's like uh, he's he's a Cuban iguana, so I just Cuban call him the, nice. the, the Cuban. Do you have snakes? Uh, Do you have any snakes um, or no? I don't have snakes. Nope, I don't have snakes. Tortoises, um, uh, all sorts of iguanas, bearded dragons. Uh, and then what's the big and, tortoise's name again? Uh, Sherman. Is that oh, Sherman? Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I had a uh, a a bulldog 
named Tank. Okay. Sherman Tank, tank. Yeah. was his Yeah, name. that's well that's my grandfather who drove a Sherman Tank yep. See, in World go. War II that's, named that that tortoise. That's exactly where mine Nailed came it. from. All right, so listen, be, before we let you go, we've been doing this with the last couple of our guests. That so means. Matthew, out of the Backstreet Boys, which one would you kiss? kiss? Which one would you marry, <laughs> and which one would you kill? Oh, no, Jesus. we should mix it up with like well, Joey I can say, Fatone. I can say it. I can say this because I actually wanted to say this beforehand. Um, I was a fan of your band, and in particularly though, your voice for me always was like the the, the peak of the the band by far. In fact, we had a thing. I did a show called um, Boy Meets World, and we I had saw, this thing. I saw the clip. <laughs> Okay, well, but but that's not even what we what what really what happened. Okay, so the girl on the show, her name was Danielle Pichelle, and she started yeah. dating Lance Bass from InSync. Yes, what? I know. Okay, so we had InSync coming to our set every day, but the guys were all fans of the Backstreet Boys, <laughs> so we had a a dance off every Friday night that InSync would come to our show, where the boys would do "I Want It That Way" in front of the audience. Just to zing it to in sync, and it became a thing, and it became a thing so much that we had to continue to do it because the audience loved it so so much. Anyway, amazing. That's my Backstreet Boys story. That's amazing, dude. Love it. But seriously, your voice, dude, was in my opinion. You You should hear his new music. Thank you, thank you. Great voice, really, really. Thank you very much, and thank you, Share Bear. So yes, kiss, Mary kill, bro. Don't get used to it. You got to give us a good kiss, Mary kill. You got to give him three people then. Okay. Okay, okay, here we go. <laughs> Me, Cheryl, Renee. Kiss, Mary, kill. <laughs> I know that sounds really weird, babe, but just do it. Just go, just, just, yeah. Matthew, he won't stop. I know, he won't. I know, he won't you're stop absolutely right. You can kill me. Kiss, Mary. It's fine. Uh, shit. <laughs> I have to marry her. Yes. Okay. Yes. Which means I gotta kiss one of you two guys. Or kill one of us. Or kill one of you. I would it's kill okay. AJ. He's it's to, he's just, up it's all my just time, a show. I mean. It's just a show. Can he uh, kill then kiss the same person? <laughs> no. No. Why not? Oh, man, that's an awful. I, no, I, I hate this up. game. I hate this game. It's okay. Let's just it blurt anyway. it out. All is forgiven. Randomly, randomly, I guess I got to. You can kill me. Look I'll, at I'll let you lips. off the hook. Look, look at those. No, kill me. Renee. Kill me. No, that's so yes. I'm trying hard. I'm trying to find an aspect. Okay. Um. Uh, uh, okay, I'm sorry. I gotta, I gotta kill you, Renee. I know good, you're the least. Good. I'm okay. sorry. I take that. <laughs> All right, buddy. Pucker up. Here we go. Mwah. Dude. Yeah, Mwah. Thank you so Thanks. much, bro. For, hey, no, thanks for thanks for, for joining me. us. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate being here. But are we and, gonna uh, get your so dad on? Like, we, we yeah, that'd be awesome, man. I will, I will call him uh, the next couple days. I swear that would be so on. awesome. He yeah. doesn't have yeah, to yeah, stay sure. on for forty minutes, but man, for no, him to yeah. have his, we'll give him a ring light and everything. Just have a you know, pruning moment, really quick. Yeah, yeah. Just a little imp- impromptu. Yeah, do some maybe like, do the awesome, duet with so AJ. That would be so cool. Do some Otis Redding. Do some freaking Al Green. Duet with you. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be fun. That'd be fantastic. Thank you, bro. Yeah, Bye. thank you. Thanks, guys. I'll be right here. Love you. you All right, you guys. We'll be right back. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. 
And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, you guys, we are back here on iHeartRadio Podcast. Pretty messed up. Um, Thank you guys for sending us all of your emails and inundating our inboxes with your questions. We got questions. flooded with flooding hundreds it. of emails. Flooding it. Thank you so much. Um, we have a couple questions that we would like to uh, have hopefully answered. So um, this is from Christy, uh, and her question is for the lovely Cheryl. When you started dating your husband, were you sober? That's question one. So the first time around or the second time around? I'll answer both. First time around, no. Second time around, no. <laughs> okay. And second part of the question, in, in what exact way did he contribute to helping you stay sober? I think it, it, it helped that Matt wasn't a big drinker himself. Um, and I could see on his face every time I'd pour myself a drink, like I just felt like, he wasn't a hundred percent comfortable, but then also 
mind you, even like when I stopped drinking, when I decided to stop, it wasn't like he was always supportive no matter what. Right. He was always taking care of me. And when I stopped drinking, he wasn't um, he wasn't like drinking behind my back. Like he was very open and honest with what he was doing or whatever. But he was also very supportive with whatever I wanted. He never put pressure on me. I think that is the big thing as well. I never felt judged. That's huge. Good job there, Matt. And uh, thank you, Christy, for your question. Uh, Okay, we have one more question. It's from Sarah. Uh, If you guys did a Dancing with the Stars episode where you switched partners for one episode, which fellow Dancing with the Stars cast member would each of you choose to partner up with and why? Wow, that's such a setup Go ahead, celebrities first. Um... So now is this me part now is this partnering up with a pro or partnering another up pro? I think a, oh. yeah, I think you should do a pro. I think um, you should wait till after. I would say <laughs> the competition. God, no, no, no. I would no, say it's totally fine. I would say um, I would probably partner up with. Listen to Val. Your, listen to your mentor. No, I was either going to say Artem or uh, Brit. That would be my my top two. Just okay. because Brit, you know, the whole jazz kind of background for me, I think, is yeah, something I could. Too bad it's not a jazz dance show. But I know, fine. but yeah, I know. And then Artem, just because that's my SpongeBob buddy right there. Like he, that's you know, SpongeBob? that's my SpongeBob buddy, man. That's freaking that's so cute. You guys look cute together. I mean, you would be totally. You would have done a great tango with Artem. Oh yeah. How but about you our, then? Our, our, you know, beards might have caught fire touching face to face. Totally. So, so Cheryl, about you, Cheryl. Yeah. Well, Carol it has to be another celebrity, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so Justina, that she could just... She is. She goes uh, full out. She's a way. little spitfire, and man. I love her. She reminds me of my good friend Leah Remini when she, she did the show. Like me, I love that type of personality that she does they don't have just, they don't give a shit yeah they give a shit <laughs> and when they go out there though they're a hundred and they give so much right and then they're like they walk off like just like this is bullshit yeah you know, I love her. she was fire tonight the show fire. was great tonight um you know obviously addressed the elephant in the room which which was your dress um because it was so big you couldn't even sit down um Same but <laughs> <laughs> no but um Honestly, though, how about that elimination, though? That elimination. Okay, that, so this yeah. is the scary part. That was obviously sh- shocking. I mean, but it was not shocking when you think about it, but it's still like you would never think Jesse Metcalf and Sharna would be eliminated this early. Uh, yeah, I was a little shocked, you know. I... Do you think it was ju- justified, or are you saying. No, I don't. I totally do. I do now. But like normally in past seasons, like you kind of know who your finalists are going to be. And you kind of like there's a big separation as far as level of dancing goes. Right. right. But then now the, st- the scores are so close. You also never see a football player in the bottom two this early in the competition. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, just like just like Carrie Ann said, like, you know, they're both kind of, they're both Jesse and Vernon are, are are like coming into their own now, finally starting to get kind of close and comfortable with these routines, but you gotta let somebody go. But and honestly, like, you gotta vote. Everyone has to vote because what we don't want is God forbid moving forward is for us to be in the bottom too. Because once you once you leave it up to the judges, then they are gonna base it on off that dance, whatever you just showed right. them your last mm-hmm. dance. Exactly. Right? 
And so, but now that the competition is so close, it could be anybody's game. But so the the main like to, to think of it like moving forward, it'd be just to ideally not get in that bottom two. Mm. I hope that, we are, I hope we're never there. Votes. But that's um, purely all votes, right? Yeah. And where is AJ at this point compared to Nick at this point? It's was so Nick way ahead of him? Yeah, I mean, it's, was... it's, it's, well, it's a whole different... Well, Nick started at a higher level, yeah, but, like, but still, you can't even compare because that was a few seasons ago. Things um, were totally different then, right? I mean, things yeah. Things were different. It's... Things were different, and they were not totally different. No, I wouldn't say totally different, but I think the competition was different, yeah. Yeah. The other competitors. Would you agree, though, and I, like... Like I told you, there was almost <laughs> our first perfect score tonight. We almost had our first triple ten, and mm-hmm. I think I think Johnny got gypped. Okay, so no, you, I don't. You no? guys, we can. I thought he was gonna do it. I really did. We can... obviously though the perfect score is not gonna happen until they all believe that it should happen. And oh, well, yeah, of course. Of and course. honestly, why would I don't think they'd want to give a perfect score to a, a dance that's not ballroom. This is a ballroom dance show. True. Okay, True. so this next bit we can edit it out if both of you decide you don't want it in the podcast. But was there a point when both of you guys were kind of like a little melty downy kind of thing? Like Wait, what? during rehearsals where you guys were like both having struggling with you know, emotions, right? Is Am I right or am I totally. wrong? More so. Yeah, okay. No, yeah, so was there a point? I think. Interesting places this week. I yes, think, we did. <laughs> I think you told me, right? I think you told me that Cheryl at one point said, uh, we're going to get booed off the stage or something. Or am I wrong? No? No, no, no. Oh. Get booed not by the booed off the, There's well, no one to boo us anyway. That's what, <laughs> that's what I was going to no say. Booze? No, 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 no. Gosh, no. you know what? I must have dreamt that. Yeah, because I never even used the oh. word boo. Yeah, so yeah. I must have dreamt it would, that. It would have been a fake one too, because of yeah, because it's all there's nobody there. That would but suck, have, you guys, if no, without no, an audience. I, said, I said some. I said like, look, if we don't step it up, yeah, absolutely, you could be in jeopardy. No, I said we. No, she she was saying like all twos. We we might get all twos. Oh well, you know that's a but, joke. No, I know, but that's not booze. Twos and booze twos would be mean, about no. the same. No, but I think. Look, but I I'm do, really I, glad. Listen, there is a, there is truth to all of this, though, you guys. Like, I I am. Did I push uh, AJ extra hard this week? Absolutely. I'm not going to deny that. I, and I'm, I'm glad she did. Not going to deny the fact that he can do it, and that his thoughts and his head gets in his own way. That is a fact. And yep. I think that he also doesn't give himself enough credit to where he believes in himself 100%. So not only am I fighting the battle of, of with not necessarily with AJ, but with his thoughts, I'm trying to get this guy to do things that he's done before and he's not letting himself do well, because yeah. he's not. So I'm going to say this. Based on what you said, I will say this from where I sit. I do watch him sort of a little bit of self-doubt that creeps in. and yes. And then when it's finally game time, show time, he he does what he everything you've been pushing him to do so my point is this whatever you're doing even at times you probably aren't crazy about it but you know what you're doing Cheryl so I Thank wanted you, to but say that. I do that. have something to ask you, Renee, because yeah. I don't want to fight that battle every week because it's it's also not healthy for me. Yeah. Because I tend to then becomes too emotional, right? Yeah. And it, I need to be able to 
put 50% in, like he should also put 50% in. And I cannot wait till the live show for him to turn it on. I feel like that's unfair to the process and to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know how to, because th- maybe this is the fight though. Maybe and subconsciously, he's not intentionally, I don't think you're, you're intentionally doing this, AJ. I think that it's just the way you are as an entertainer. And I get it, because like I told you, my coach has got mad at me when I would do that as well. Like I would only turn it on when I need to turn it on. Right. But because ballroom is not what you do and all I keep asking for is your damn frame that you can't walk through. Right. And we would, and I tell you 50% less of like effort would go into these long rehearsals. We would be able to rehearse half the time if you gave me uh, the effort that you gave me uh, the last second tonight. Right. Yep. So I don't know how to, what is your suggestion here, Renee, as far as communication goes? So would I, tell AJ is the first and foremost thing anytime I've ever gotten overwhelmed with Mm -hmm. anything whatever the challenge is it could be directing a music video and the night before I'm like I don't know what the hell I'm doing it's just fear creeping in right um I have to remember that I'm no better and no worse than anybody else Mm -hmm. on the planet and Mm -hmm. most of the stress goes away Right. But when I live and die by the sword, when I'm feeling like if I don't do well, it's like waiting. Totally. It's like waiting for bad news totally. from the oncologist. Totally. Right. Where you're, it, you're prepping yourself for failure. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's failure. like it, I have to remind myself or sometimes remind you too, AJ, where it's like, look, you're not waiting to see if the oncologist is telling you if you have cancer. But in our mind, we put so much pressure on ourselves that we end up acting as if, right, that's right. So being able to just say, the more I tell myself, like, let's say on on a big shoot with you guys, with the Backstreet Boys, I got nervous towards like the night before, I started getting nervous, oh my God, if this video sucks butt, like I'm going to have people hating me from around the world. That's how much I was putting that's into your it. Own reality. There no you go. You. There yeah. you go. So, but, but right. I started going to that self doubt and I had to get back to a place where it's like, no, we've done all the work. We've all, yeah. we, we've, we've storyboarded AJ and I did it together. We storyboarded everything that it, and, and once the set happened, once we were on the set that day, honestly, we just had so much fun because I stopped listening to that negative voice that made me think I'm going to live and die depending on the results of this particular situation. And all I I hear you. And honestly, just my last thought with, with AJ, I said, you know, it's overwhelming to think that this is how we have to live our lives. But if I were to ask you to live it like just 90 seconds, I need you to get out of your head for 90 seconds. Then that is something that you can achieve if you set small goals. Right. And I feel like, that definitely helped um, because it's, this is a short term. Like you said, it's a short term. Yeah. Now, whatever we do and uh, grow from this experience onwards, is we don't need to think about that right now. Well, nope. here's the thing, Cheryl. All the great performers and entertainers I've, I've had the good luck and fortune to meet, they all had one thing in common, and that was perfectionism. It's a double-edged sword, right? Perfectionism can make you go crazy because things are never good enough because somehow uh, great entertainers feel that if they put on a bad show, somehow they're bad people. (laughs) You know what I mean? And being able to separate the two 
which a lot of entertainers learn to do when they live long enough. It's like, hey, that's what I do for a living. It's not who I am as a person. Absolutely. It's not where the value comes I, from. I, I'll, I'll just finish up with this. I have learned a lot in this past week, both about moving forward, how I want to uh, attack whatever the next obstacle is, dance or whatever it is, and basically just, you know what? Like you said, all I'm thinking about now is 90 seconds. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the F word frame. Um, you know, <laughs> the magical F word. If it was a four letter word, I would use it, but it's not. It's five. But uh, I'm glad that the waltz is over. <laughs> but I know that, that I, I do know that, that there's going to be more slow dances, but I do have to say, I am really glad that uh, I, I think I learned something valuable this past week, and I'm very much appreciative of that from what you've helped me with and hopefully I help you with we make a great team you and I and uh, I think we're going to go a long way you and I in life (laughs) one day at a time okay you guys thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of Pretty Messed Up Uh, I am AJ McLean Cheryl it was really nice getting a chance to talk to Matthew and I can see why you guys make a great couple. Yes. Thank you. And Yang was very agreed. Thank I'm so happy that you guys are getting to know him. AJ, especially you, obviously. Oh yeah. After talking to your lovely wife. So we have to do a double date and thank you to my hubby for doing this. He doesn't love stuff like this. So I do appreciate it. Well, he kicked ass. So thank you, Matthew. And, uh, everybody out there. Thanks for tuning in. I'm AJ with my beautiful, Beautiful partner in crime is Cheryl Burke and Renee Elizondo on iHeartRadio. Pretty messed up. Peace. Follow Pretty Messed Up on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.